Welcome to the Travel Agent Podcast. I'm your host, Aileen Blanco. I interview successful industry professionals and share my personal journey to becoming a travel agent. The show is for aspiring travel agents and travel professionals at every level. My mission is to uncover the universal keys to thrive in this business. Join me as I take a closer look into the life of a travel agent. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Travel Agent Podcast. We have another amazing guest that is coming to the show, and I'm going to let her introduce herself. Thank you. My name is Haley. I live in London, Ontario, Canada, and I work in tourism education primarily right now, but I worked as a travel agent for about six years. And then I moved into group tour operations. So you'll kind of find me in the background behind my computer, not so much interacting one-on-one with clients anymore, but actually creating that travel product that will then be sold to a consumer at some point. So through the pandemic, you know, I've been really pulled back on that job and laid off from that. So I've been focusing on tourism education. But that being said, tourism and travel is my passion. I am always always like on LinkedIn, reading the travel agent newsletters, knowing what's going on in the industry, planning my next tour for whenever that might be for myself and my family. So I'm just heavily, heavily interested. So just from your introduction, I am very interested in how you got started and how you ended up in the education portion of the travel industry. Well, I guess, to be honest, I was in university and I didn't really know why. Like, I was like, I think I want to be a teacher. I don't think elementary and high school is really it for me, but I never thought of higher education. So I was taking courses in literature and it would be specific to like travel literature, world literature, um, Latin American civilizations. I was interested in world religions. Like basically the world was so interesting to me. And I came from a very small rural um, Ontario town where there was no diversity. I hadn't tried any food from any other cultures. Um, So it was like a meat and potatoes farm kind of upbringing, even though I didn't live on a farm. Um, So I was just very intrigued. And once I got to my fourth year of university, still didn't know what I wanted to do with myself. Um, A friend of mine was like, well, let's go work abroad. You you know, it's fairly easy as Canadians and Commonwealth citizens to get a working holiday visa. So we got one for Australia, one for New Zealand. My friend really wanted to see New Zealand and I really wanted to see Australia. So we made a deal. We'll go together. We'll spend a year, up to a year in New Zealand and then up to a year in Australia. And so while I was there, I ended up working for a tourism attraction. I ended up experiencing a lot of tourism myself as, you know, doing the country multiple times. And that's when I was like, okay, this is the industry I want to be in. Now, how and where do I fall? So I came back to Canada and I did a two-year diploma program at college for tourism and travel. And that's when I sort of, you know, refined it into, I think I want to be someone who creates these tours one day. Um, Still didn't know how to get from that step A to step B. So I started working in a hotel. I worked at the front desk. I worked in housekeeping, which is the hardest job I've ever had and hopefully will ever have. So props to housekeepers. I always leave gratuities. And then I ended up working in the travel agency. And so that's where I made that sort of evolution into, okay, lots of people are looking for um, custom itineraries. And then I ended up doing the group travel thing. That's how I got to where I was. I stayed in touch with my professors that taught me and they asked me if I wanted to help to update some course content and sit on a program advisory committee so that you make sure that the graduates are coming out with the results that employers want. 
And I, they ended up offering me a job teaching one of the courses. And so that was about eight years ago. And that's how I got into teaching tourism. Awesome. I love stories because you never kind of know where people came from and how they got to where they're at. And they're, it's always so interesting um, that, you know, it took you to go to New Zealand yeah. <laughs> to figure out kind of what you wanted to do with your life. Yep, absolutely. And I still I'm like, I, I know I'm going to be in this industry forever. I still don't know if it's going to be exactly the way it is right now, but um, it's it's my lifelong passion for sure. I found it. I'm very lucky, I think, because. Um, I'm in my late 30s, and I think a lot of people still don't know what that passion is. So I'm very grateful, for sure. So do you mind kind of sharing with me a little bit about how like you've kind of pivoted or what you've thought about? Because, you know, COVID, I hate saying post-COVID because we're still smack dab in the middle of it. So mm-hmm. how has COVID kind of impacted you um, with the education and um, with the tours? And what are your kind of your plans for the future? So basically in March, we had to pull all of our international outbound tours. It was, I would say devastating, you know, the only word I can think of, because especially in group tours, you start working on them 12 to 18 months prior and you've sold them all. And so you're not just losing that moment moving forward. You're losing all of that work that you put into it before. On this same note, I'm like, this is a very first world problem to have, right? Like, oh, boo, I can't go on my international holiday. Like, so I was, I was trying to mourn my own loss of the thing I had worked so hard for while keeping a bigger perspective in mind. And so even now, I think I'm still affected. Fast forward, like 15 months later, I'm realizing, okay, all those tours that I had planned as part of a team, plenty of other talented people they may not just like snap back into, okay, now COVID's over. Now we're going to go back and do them. It's like, no, everything is shifted. So I'm still struggling with motivation because I find that anyone in this industry who has had to deal with cancellations, insurance claims, changing dates, and then changing them again, you know, you start to be like, okay, am I going to do this work? And then it's all going to go down the drain. Right. So I've been learning a lot of personal development tips on resilience and how to, you know, just keep your spirits up and keep going for it. As far as the education side of things, I have been incredibly impressed by the students that I've come into contact with because my expectation was that people would be like, okay, why am I spending money on this industry that is in the hole right now? But people are still, you know, incredibly forward thinking and optimistic. And I think they see that while unfortunately a lot of people have had to leave the industry and find other jobs just to make ends meet, you know, there will be some that come back to it, but there's also a lot of space for new people to come in. So I think it really is a great time for people to be getting into the industry because there is a need, as we've seen with like, you know, airlines, hotels, anyone related to the industry and restaurants, like there's a great need for workers. So, you know, it's okay to see the bright side of things too. I agree. Um, I've spoken with several people who are just getting into the industry are still um, very excited about figuring out how to get into the industry. And it really is a beautiful time to like get in and learn um, because this is, you're definitely going to be thrown to the wolves and figure it out a lot easier (laughs) with everything that you're going to have to do with COVID. So Yeah. And I think that like when there's this pent up demand for travel, because so many people have travel credits with suppliers and airlines, there's like two years of demand built up. And so I'm wondering, are the floodgates going to open when, you know, for us in Canada, when our government lifts the travel advisory and says, okay, you can travel again. I don't know. Maybe it's going to be crazy. Maybe it's going to be difficult to get space. 
So it's definitely a high demand for sure. Well, I can tell you in the U.S. it's been nuts. And it's been open for a while and it's still absolutely nuts. So, um, and that's a good thing because that means that people who can't take all those clients are going to have to pass them on or teach someone else. So it's just a great opportunity for people to learn. A lot of skills that you don't learn until uh, it's too late and you're already busy and you're trying to learn as you go, where if you're just kind of... And I, I really hope that more consumers are going to be utilizing travel agents now too, because I heard, forget where I read it. It was a quote, something to the effect of, um, travel agents are a smart part of consumer strategy now. So it's not just someone who is an order taker. Like it's really the smart thing to do when you're investing in travel. And I love that people are starting to think at, as an investment and not just, you know, this one week a year thing that you do, at least here. So tell me a little bit more about like the types of tours that you provide. And is it just for Canadians? No, no. So I work for a company that does maybe 20% like vacation travel and 80% group travel. I think those figures are still correct. So generally they would have the largest amount of their groups being like a client such as a band director or a high school teacher, and they're creating a custom group tour for them, for their students or their band performing group, what have you. And then we have two divisions as well for public adult tours. And that's where I work. So I've got one tour division, which is called Broad Escapes, and it's adventure tours for women. And so I'm a group planner for that. And there's another one called Travel with Bradley, and it's hosted by a gentleman named Bradley. That's a luxury tour. It's very inclusive. Um, The demographic is older, so usually between 65 and 85. And so those are the two styles of travel that I'm planning tours for. So I always like to ask, what are you most looking forward to? And what is something that's been really exciting uh, that you've learned about yourself kind of outside of this pandemic stuff? (laughs) Well, one thing that's a personal note is that I've been very gung-ho with getting my career off the ground after finding a passion after what I look at as a failed university attempt. I got really excited about tourism and I went back to school as a mature student to do my master's and I was working these two jobs. I was studying. I was really absent to my family. And so this pandemic really forced me to be home with my kids. And thankfully, we've got a wonderful government program that helped alleviate alleviate some of the financial stress of being laid off. So I was craving being a mom and just being around my kids. And so that's the silver lining of the pandemic for me, even though they make me crazy every day. I have really enjoyed being forced to be with them, (laughs) honestly. And uh, as far as, you know, when travel starts to resume again, one of my professional goals was to become a tour host. And so I was scheduled to start hosting tours. And I was one of those people who's like, 2020 is going to be my year. It's yeah, big things are happening. (laughs) (laughs) So I was very excited to start that. And I hope that that will be in my future whenever it is possible. Um, I would love to host people on these adventures and to get to travel myself. You know, I'm really looking forward to learning about new countries. So, yeah. Well, that sounds exciting. And I'm glad, same as you, that I got to kind of, you know, be with the babies. And I know that as soon as everything gets a little bit better, that you're definitely going to be an awesome host. So uh, Mm -hmm. I'm looking forward to hearing more about that. 
if you have any questions or anything that you'd like to learn about Haley, you can go to the travelagentpodcast.com backslash blog and all of her information will be there. And I guarantee you, this is not the last. Uh, you will definitely be hearing from her because we are going to kind of dive a little bit more into some things later. So thank you so, so, so much for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. Thank you for joining the Travel Agent Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Visit the travelagentpodcast.com for more information about today's episode and other travel agent resources. Be sure to tune in every Thursday for new episodes. Until next time, continue to build a travel business you love.